here. Well, I had some scripture. It's been on my heart for for two, three weeks now, and uh, I'll, I'll get over to it here here directly. But I want to start reading over in the book of Titus, and and about the third chapter. Uh, I know it may seem like it may be just like a, a continuation to what we preach Sunday. There's it's some of that the Lord didn't really get us into. Some things that had been on our heart for a while. Uh, and, and it just seemed like he kept bringing it back to me. And, and like I say, this scripture, uh, it's actually a scripture over in Proverbs. had been on our heart for, for a few weeks. And just didn't seem like the Lord had turned us loose with it in every time. So, uh, but tonight we feel, feel led to kind of get into some of these things. And, I don't know whether we'll we'll preach or maybe just just maybe go through these things and maybe teach a little bit. I don't know how the Lord will lead, but I just want to follow Him tonight in every bit of it. But uh, but I know we talked we talked our Sunday about stirring up that gift and and that gift that's done on the inside of a child of God that gives us confidence in who we believe in, trust and reliance and an ability not to have to doubt Him. And, and 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 that's kind of where our heart is here tonight in some of these things. And we'll we'll maybe start reading. I may start reading uh, there in the first verse of the third chapter of, of Titus. He said, "Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man." To be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. And I want us to understand something here, just like where we preached from Timothy the other day. You know, when Paul was writing unto this young man of God and he was teaching him and he was trying to tell him and, and, and help him to realize there's some things you're going to have to lean on and there's some things that you're going to have to understand. Uh, you remember when we was talking about stirring stirring up that on the inside of it. There was some things he wanted him to realize. There's a gift on the inside of you, Timothy, that God's going to use you for a work. And here we see him writing unto, unto Titus. And we see him trying to teach Titus some things. And, 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 he's, and he's telling Titus, there's a way that you need to be living. And there's a way that you need to be teaching the people to live. And these things needs to be done in your life that you can be an example unto others. And, and, and as he's going through that, he's telling him, he said, we, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, Serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. He's saying, we're Christians here, Titus. You need to be teaching your church. You need to be preaching unto your church to realize that what you once were, you're not anymore. And that will give you an understanding a lot of times to where the lost man's at. We look a lot of times, and the first thing that we, we, do, we do, Tommy Dale, is we look right down the bridge of that old long nose, and we see somebody where they're at, and the first thing we do, we've got a judgment about that person. 
Just remember where we were one time before the Lord saved us. And in that, remember what we need to be because we saw something in somebody one day made a difference in our life. That person needs to see it in us. But I'll get on down in this. He says, but after that, after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior toward man appeared. See, when we was in our trespasses and sins, he passed by our way, Bobby. He appeared unto us. And he said, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. And there's that, there's that gift that needs to get stirred up in the child of God. That we've got someone we can put confidence in. We can put our trust and our reliance in Him. And I want us to truly understand this tonight. Understand, church, we got somebody we're leaning on. We got somebody we're trusting in. We've got somebody we're relying on. And as we get on down in this, He said that being justified by His grace... We should be made heirs according <coughs> to the hope of eternal life. Now listen. This is a faithful saying. And these things which I will that thou affirm constantly. That they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. Now I want us to understand something. That eighth verse there is the one I really want us to focus a little bit on for just a little while. This is a faithful saying. Paul's writing unto Titus. What is faithful? Now, I'd like to say I've got some things here I wrote down just because it's on my heart to do so. Uh, faithful is something that's true, constant, and worthy of belief. Something that's faithful is constant. It's worthy of being trusted. It's worthy of being believed. It's worthy of putting some confidence in. Now what's Paul trying to teach Titus right here? You've been born again. You saw some things you could put some confidence in one day. Here's what you once were. But you've got confidence in God now. And here's what the world, here's what the lost man needs to see in you. Some faithfulness. Something true, something constant, and something they can put belief in. And, that, and in that he said, this is a faithful saying. And these things that I will, that thou affirm constantly. I'm going to take my time tonight. There's something that needs some things that needs to be affirmed constantly in our lives, each individually, every day. When you affirm something, that word means to maintain as true. To make firm. You know what constantly is? That word constantly means steadily, firmly, continually. So what he's trying to teach Titus here is there's some things that people need to see in you. There's some things that the world needs to see in the church. In the children of God. This is a faithful saying. And these things I will that thou affirm constantly. 
that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. Alright, there's another word for us. Just, just follow with me for a minute tonight. Maintain something means to continue, not to lose or surrender. So there's some things in our life that need some maintaining, Conley. There's some things in our life that, that, that needs to be continued and that we don't need to lose. We need to be steadfast, affirm some things continually in our life. And he said, these things are good and profitable unto men. What is the church for tonight? We are not here to show off ourselves. We're here to glorify God. That's our prayer tonight is to, to, to do something as, as that said right there. He said, that is the, so these things are good and profitable unto men. There's some people that's watching our lives. And just like what we preached the other day, and like I say, the Lord ain't been able to get that, I ain't been able to get that off of my heart thinking about some things, that, that gift that needs to get stirred up in the children of God. And when the Spirit of God and God gets stirred up, it gets our confidence in Him. And that word confidence, I ain't going to get it out of my mind, Mark. How that when I go through my struggles and I go through my trials and when I go through my hardships, I've got something I can trust and I can rely on. And His name's Jesus. He ain't let me down so man in the end. And every will, I preached it and preached it and I've preached it. God is my friend and He sticks closer than a brother. I've got something that's consistent in my life. I've got something that's affirmed in my life. I've got something that keeps maintained in my life. I've got a constant. I've got something that stays steadfast with me. And His name is Jesus. And when I go through troubles, when I go through trials, He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. He goes with me all the way. But we've got a lost and dying world out here, Ricky, that's going to hell. Just as fast as they can, Shandy. And I'm going to tell you something. They're looking for something consistent. They're looking for something steadfast. They're looking for something unmovable. And you know what they're looking to? They're looking to the church today. And we need to stay steadfast in this way. Me and you, it's born again. We've got something to lean on. But this world's looking for something. They're a seeking. They're a searching. They need some help there at God. And there's some things that if we need to maintain in our life. There's a walk we need to maintain. There's a life we need to maintain. Hey, and we need to maintain it continually. That it might be affirmed in people's lives. We don't need to be wishy-washy. We don't need to be a jumping around. We don't need to be turning our back on the very God that saved our never-dying soul. Why, preacher? There's a world out there. There's men and women that needs to see the church where it needs to be. It needs to see us walking. And a firm, constant life for God. I put my feet on something solid, don't you? Yes, sir. You can tell when it ain't. You make your bed in your house around a pond somewhere where you got to walk through something inconsistent through a mud hole. Is that where you build your house? No, 
Why no? You dig down and find something solid, don't you? And then you go to building and you want a good solid strong floor. If it ain't concrete, it's a good crust floor. It's a good sturdy floor. It's good something that you want to be able to walk across every day. Don't you know you ain't going to fall through it? I'm glad today I've got something affirmed. I've got something steadfast. I've got something strong I'm standing on. And I want everybody to see me standing there every day of my life. I don't get the big deal, preacher. I think you're a fanatic. I think you're overboard. I think you go a little too far. You know why Paul was a teaching this son to Titus? Because he knew he'd need. See, we can look around in this world today. There's so many things. It's falling apart everywhere we look. Things we want something we can put confidence in, we can't trust no more. I read it Sunday. Don't put your confidence in man somewhere in Psalms 118, about the 8th and 9th, I think, or 7th and 8th verses. Don't put your confidence in Francis. They ain't nothing you can lay your eyes on you can put your confidence in. From man to government. But I'm going to tell you what, this world going to see the church with our confidence in our God. Not moving. Not shifting with the world. Not changing. I've said this many a time. There's a church out there uh, off the water road there for a long time. They had a sign out there over their sign. It said anchored to the rock and geared to the times. I'm going to tell you what, if you're anchored to God, you ain't going with the times. You ain't changing what you believe. You ain't changing what you read. You're staying firm. You're staying solid. You're staying right where you need to be. Why, preacher? Because you don't want this world to believe a lie. He said in that, he said to but avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law for they unprofitable and vain. There's some things we need to avoid in this life. And there's some things we need to maintain and stay solid in. I want these youngs to grow up and see some consistency. Sometimes I get rolled over in my mind and I know I'm not throwing stones but there's people in my life I've seen that's give up, backed up, laid down and quit. And I'm firm in what I believe. And I'm firm in where I'm going to stay. But it hurts me as a child of God to see people that give up on the God. People I want to see walk strong. What do you think it does to the world? What do you think it does to the lost man? There's some things that will be profitable unto men and there's some things that will be unprofitable. There's some things that will help our lost people and there's things that will hurt our lost people.
scripture over in Proverbs has been on my heart in the 25th chapter. One of, one of the things, we've read it probably many times, the fourth verse there of the 25th, he says, Take away the dross from the silver, and there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. We, go, we know what dross is. It's the impurities that's in the silver. It's the impurities that's in metals. And then things get heated up, see, they, I watched some stuff on this the other night there. I looked it up and got to watch it. And boy, they'll get a heat flowing underneath that stuff. They'll get a fire that's burning so hot in their eyes that it brings that metal to a boil and it starts separating some things in there. And it starts bringing some things and they'll start scooping some of that stuff out and getting rid of it. And the more it gets down April, the more pure the silver becomes. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. They refine it to working in a child of God's life. And the further we go, the closer we'll get to Him. Because the further we go, Judy, hey, the hotter the fire gets. People say, why do you change as you grow in God? Because you're getting closer to Him. Because He's starting to show you a few more places that you need to move up. Up in your life, and the fire gets hotter, and the fire gets to working more with you, and that vessel, that silver, becomes something he can work with. When this world looks, they say something that's getting closer and closer to what God is. We'll never achieve that in this flesh. But you know what they'll see? That down on the inside. Paul told Titus over there. He said, he said they, 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 we've been in some of these places where these lost people are. We've been what they are. We've been foolish. We've fallen to our own lusts. But we received the salvation of Jesus Christ in our life. He made a difference in us. You don't know something stood out to me all week long. Since Sunday, I've seen a 17-year-old boy stand in front of this church that wanted to be part of us. He said, I invited Grandma to come this morning. I invited Mama. I invited Daddy. I invited Sister this morning. But none of them, they all had something else to do today. But he said, I want to join this church. I want to be baptized. And he said, I want to be a leader in the front of my family. If they see God in my life. That's hung in my heart, Chad, all week long. God, let people see me be a leader. Let me stand to where my children will know where to walk one day. They'll know where to put their feet. They'll see some things. Let me stand to where that grandchild will know where to stand one day. That he can stand and he can have confidence in God Almighty. And let them things be affirmed in my life every day. Where your kids can see something. That youngie didn't say grandma didn't come. Mama didn't come. Daddy didn't come. Sissy didn't come. So I'm just going to keep my seat. And I ain't going to do this. 
You know what he done? He made his way up here and he stood for himself and not another. You know what we were about to do? If Granny don't come, if Mommy and Daddy don't come, if Sissy don't come, if Hubby don't come, if Wifey don't come, if daughter don't come, if son don't come, we're going to have to affirm some things, Bobby. We're going to have to show who we're standing for. And we ain't standing for nobody else. We're going to stand for God. There's some things that we need to affirm in our life because it's going to be profitable unto men. Our lost people need to see the church with confidence in God. Because they need to have something to put their confidence in. And once they put their confidence, and they realize that it ain't the man, it ain't the woman, it ain't the boy, it ain't the girl, but it's the God that person's serving. They'll put their life in His hands and they'll trust Him. Don't think it's a big deal. Walk contrary to God in His church. I'm over in that chapter there in Proverbs. I want you to understand something too. You can read on down in that. I was talking about that refiner getting a, getting a, a vessel he could use. Let me see if I can find it. In that same chapter, just wait just a minute, I'll see if I can find it. Oh, I know I'm looking right over it. Just bear with me. Here it is, it's right there in the 11th verse. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold. In pictures of silver. He said that if that silver got to where it could be used, that fire could make something out of it. You could be a vessel of silver carrying apples of gold. That could be some beautiful fruit in your life. You can get yourself to where God can use you. If I get myself to where God can use me, they could be some apples of gold in your vessel, Mark. And this world could see those things. And they could put some confidence in the God that you're serving. Without those things, I want you to read on over with me too. He said in the 19th verse, he said, Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. What's faithfulness? I'll read it to you again. It's true, consistent, worthy of belief. Now what about an unfaithful man? If our world is putting their confidence in an unfaithful man, that's somebody that's not true, that's not consistent, and not worthy of belief. The very opposite of what faithful should be. Tommy with a broken tooth. You do hard to chew. 
You probably see people all the time coming in there. He's all messed up. They probably lose weight. They get sickly. This world is putting their confidence in an unfaithful man or woman. Somebody that ain't worthy to even be believed. What good is our testimony? We ain't helping nobody. We're like an old broken tooth. We're like a foot out of joint. We try to walk on a foot that ain't right. That ain't stable. That ain't steadfast. That ain't firm. This world needs to see us, Daniel. Walking right where we need to be. You said you had a daughter. That you had to stand for some things the other day. She needs to see you stay right where you're standing. Yes, sir. I'm not talking about in meanness. And I'm not talking about less love towards somebody. Uh, Let me tell you what. What God wants you to do. Even to your enemies. You just wait. It's right there where I've been reading. Just come to me. He said on down that 21st verse, he said, If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heat coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. He wants you to stay. And it'll heat coals afar. What did I tell you that father would start doing? It starts getting the dross out of it. When that word finds its place, and God's light shines into the darkness of somebody's life because you loved them, and when they was hungry and they're going through their low point, and you gave them bread. When they're thirsty, nobody cares up about them. And you give them something to drink. Then coals of fire will get heaped upon their head. And the Word of God will start burning out some things down in their heart. You know what will happen? They'll get some confidence in the church. Because you stay where you need to be. You live how you need to live. Not condone, not coddle, but love. This world today tries to tries to mix up God's love with tolerance, equality, coexisting. God ain't gonna change for nobody. But I'm gonna tell you what: for God so loved this world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever should perish, can have eternal life. He loved man enough that he gave the sacrifice for their sins and made a way that we didn't have to go to hell. And we need to give this world something they can put confidence in. They need to see us walking where we need to walk. Being faithful where we need to be faithful upholding the standards of God in our life. 
somebody's feet's messed up and the foot's out of joint. And they're weak and they're hollow. You let yourself get in that shape, say they spiritually. You let yourself get in that kind of shape. You know what's going to happen? Not only are you an unfaithful man, you can't be trusted. You ain't got nothing in your life to believe. But when you're down and you're like that old broken tooth, foot out of joint, you're weak. Larry, you know, you know what, what the Bible says over there in, uh, in Peter, I believe it is, around there in first Peter, I believe. He said that old devil is like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. You ever watch these old animals out here? Tell them what's the first thing they'll go after? When a pack of wolves or a pack of lions or a pack of anything like that, they're looking for that one that's weak. They're looking for that one that's hobbled up and can't run. You know why it's important? To keep our confidence in God. To keep our hearts where they need to be. Because when we get weak, we're going to get chased down by the one that's wanted to devour us. And he's going to dive on and he's going to latch on your neck until he pulls you to the ground and he sucks the very life out of you. And you know who you felt? Nobody. Nobody. If you've done anything, you've hurt. We gotta be careful in our life. We need to stay consistent. We need to stay steadfast. We need to stay unmovable. Here's another thing about it. You ever watch when a big old big old herd of animals is out there? You know what that herd will start doing when it sees something trying to attack that weak one? That herd of I've been there with you. If I've been there going to try to protect it, Richard. You know what we need to do one for another? We need to dive right in and help one another. Stay close. Don't look at the weak and start trying to cut them from the herd. You bring them down on the inside. You get them in the midst of us where we can nurture them, Judy. And we can help them get that broke tooth fixed. We can help them get that foot that's out of joint back in place. And they can get to run with the herd just as strong as they ever did. There's been a time when I've been that broken too. There's been that time when my foot's been out of joint. There's been times when I've been unfaithful to my God. You know what the church has always done for me? The church. They brought me and they nurtured me back to hell. And that's what we're here for. Like I said, I've said it many a time. Furman said, church ain't a showcase for saints. It's a hospital for sinners. It's a place where we can get strengthened back. And not get beat down. I'm going to tell you, church, stay steadfast. Stay affirmed and maintain some things in your life. Keep them constant. Keep them true. Keep them steadfast. We say we love our youngins. We say we want young people in our churches. They ain't a church. You heard Randy say it Sunday. 
There's a church around that wants to see young people coming on in this and growing in this. You know what they need to see? Some older people that stay in steadfast. That stay in firm where they need to be. You know what it's going to do? It's going to give them confidence to stay where they need to be and get where they need to be. I said, it's many a time growing up, my daddy say, I better not hear you cuss. I better not see you do this. I better not see you doing that and this. He'd tell me all those things. And he'd turn around and do And you know what I did? I went and done the same thing he did. Well, he wasn't looking. I went and done what he did. When I was around him, I'd act just like he wanted me to. But when I got himself on him, I cussed. I did everything he did. And I thought I was being something. You know what? We bring our children in this church and they can sit right on the pew and look like they're doing just exactly like they should be. And when they go home and they act like we do, this is something we need to be ashamed of. They know how to act when they're in front of the church, but they know how to act when they're alone. They some things that don't just need to be affirmed on a pew. They need to be affirmed at the house. They some things that needs to be constant and maintained. A lifestyle. A service unto God. To where our children and where our co-workers can have some confidence in the God we serve. That's what the Lord laid on our heart, like I say. I didn't know exactly how everything was going to go, but I appreciate the Lord.